It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Hi there, friends. Welcome back to Beyond the Building. Uh, Debbie and I are crazy excited about what God is doing in this month of March and next month of April and how we are digging deep into the scripture, asking you to come alongside us and do exactly the same thing that we are doing. And then just speaking life here uh, to each other, speaking life to you and excited to hear you speak the life that God has given to you as we go through these reads exercises together and search the scriptures. Now, today we have a special guest with us. Uh, Angie Patrick is with us and she has also so reviewed and sought God on the same passage. And I just think it is going to be so much fun. In fact, I already know it's going to be so much fun to go through these passages because I am pretty fired up about what God has uh, shared with me as I have uh, sat in John 11 for a little while um, this week. So if you have not been with us on this journey uh, in the month of March, this is our third episode in March. And back in our first episode, that was episode 92, uh, we did a pretty deep dive on this reads process. It's just a simple acronym that can help you to study the word of God and hear from him in your personal quiet time. It is so important that we hear from the Lord, right? He's always speaking to us. And sometimes we just say a couple of words to him in our quiet time and then move on. And that is not what we are doing here. So we're going to start out by reading the scripture, right? The R in the word reads starts with starts uh, the word read and we're going to read what God has for us. We're in John 11. If you've been going through this with us, we are in verses 17 to 44. Now that is a very, very big chunk of word and we do love that. But because of time, uh, Deb, Angie and myself, we're going to really read the passages that spoke uh, directly to our hearts. We're going to let Deb start. She's going to highlight the scripture that really spoke to her and then go into the E, which is examined. So get ready. Uh, This is going to be a lot of fun, a lot uh, different than what we usually do on these podcasts, but I know God is going to speak through it. So Laura, I'm going to jump right into the examine part where this is where the Holy Spirit was highlighting for me. Um, some key phrases and and then it turned into the rhema word so let me just jump into verse 20 and 21 and where we're picking up here is lazarus has died he's been buried and the mourners are there with mary and martha in the town of bethany uh, and there's a lot of wailing going on at this point um it says right in verse 20 and martha heard that jesus was approaching the village she went out to meet him but mary stayed at the house point of interest that word stayed in the house one of the things he drew my attention to it says she was sitting in the house mary always seems to be sitting martha always seems to be running martha said to jesus my lord if only you come sooner my brother would not have died now there's a wonderful interchange um, that i'm not going to focus on but this interchange between jesus and martha where there's a lot of instruction that jesus is teaching moments with her she goes back and she gets mary and, and at this point, now Mary runs out of the house, um, assuming that she's going to go to the tomb of her brother, right, to mourn. It says, I'm going to pick up actually in 33, that at this point, Mary has fallen at the feet of Jesus, sobbing. She's in tears. When Jesus looked at Mary and saw her weeping at his feet, 
all her friends who were with her grieving were with her grieving. He shuddered with emotion and was deeply moved with tenderness and compassion. We go on to 35 and 36. Tears streamed down Jesus's face. Seeing Jesus weep caused many of the mourners to say, look how much he loved Lazarus. Now from an an examine point, what was God drawing my attention to? It was this, what caught my attention was Mary was sitting and God reminded me back in Luke 10, 38 to 42, that's where Jesus visits Mary and Martha and Martha's all kind of frazzled and aggressive towards Jesus because Martha, Mary's just sitting, Martha's doing all the work. And he was reminding me of the two different temperaments of these sisters. Martha's, um, she's strong-willed. She's a go-getter. She's energetic. She's a doer, very works oriented, but she's just strong, strong flavor. And when she, when she, she almost argumentative with Jesus back in Luke, where Mary was just sitting peacefully, calmly at his feet. He was reminding me of that. And then I look here when Martha runs to Jesus, she's like, my Lord, if only you'd come sooner, my brother wouldn't have died. She was aggressive here. Now, I think I would have said the same thing. Mm -hmm. I actually relate more to Martha anyway, but her personality, I think that's what God was drawing out was there two very different temperaments and Jesus responded to them differently with Martha. He has this dialogue. He has a conversation back with her that, you know, I think you guys are going to be addressing a little bit more, but, but there's a conversation going on when he gets to Mary and Mary is sobbing at his feet. He cries. Mm. You don't see this big dialogue take place. His heart just breaks Mm. um, towards her. So as I, that's really where I just started to sit is there's two personalities, two sisters, same situation in both Luke and here. And yet Jesus, he, he approached them. He dealt with whether it was agitation or he dealt with grief very uniquely based on their personalities. So that's where, that's where I jumped into it. I'm loving it. Yeah. And where, I can't wait. (laughs) Where was God drawing you from a scripture standpoint? Well, it drew me right into 25. I, I am agreeing with everything you're saying because of the way Jesus responded to each one. He responded to Martha by saying, and I'm reading uh, verse 25 in the passion version. Um, Martha, Jesus said, you don't have to wait until then. Because she was saying, uh, he had said, you know, your brother will rise and live. And and she was saying, yeah, 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 that's in the resurrection. He was like, you know, Martha, come on. You don't have to wait until then. I am life eternal. Anyone who clings to me in faith, even though he dies, will live forever. And the one who lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Mm. You know, he's like chastising her. And then when he looks and sees Mary, his heart breaks for for Mary's Mm. mourning, right? Because Mary is quiet and she's not accusing. She's just, just like she was in Luke, accepting of what he was bringing to the table. Mm. She wanted what Jesus had to say. So in this instance, again, like he rebuked Martha and 11 and said, Mary's chosen wisely. She's chosen to listen, right? 
And then Mary's over there listening to him and her go at it about, you know, whether or not Lazarus is going to live. And he break his heart breaks when he sees Mary because he already felt that way. He mm. already, you know, he loved Lazarus. And then he looks at Mary and he sees her love. And so he he's empathetic mm. with Mary. And he's empathetic with Martha, but he's instructional to Martha again. This is mm -hmm. what you need to learn. This is what you need to remember. But Mary's already received it. So that's what I get from that particular passage. Amen. Amen. All right. I am right there. I think I'm kind of right there with you. And I'm going to I'm going to take it into the end passage that we've been mm -hmm. looking at, too, because, um, you know, really all through this this uh, story, I am just. I have to say this is something that has profoundly impacted and changed my life this passage uh, this week. And what I see here is uh, two women that both have an approach to Jesus. Uh, they have a need and both of them say like, but Lord, yeah. but Lord, right? But Lord. Okay. Remember that. But Lord, how many times have you heard guys when, when the breakthrough is coming, it's, but God, but God right? There's a difference between, but Lord, like making excuses, but Lord, but Lord. And then when you realize you have that moment that says no more, but Lord, mm -hmm. now we're turning into, but God, like, I'm not going to say, but Lord, what about now it's no, but God did X. Right. So that was my first takeaway was this shift and this transition in their hearts that was going to uh, come into what was to come into play. And then I love what you just read, Angie, because uh, Jesus says to Martha when she is anticipating or hoping that Jesus is going to do something here, that the brother is going to rise again. He's like, you do not have to wait, you know? So sometimes we're like, but Lord, what about X? And it was almost like, you don't have to wait because, but God, right? And then we get into the end of the passage and we find out that Lazarus has been dead for four days, right? four days. I love numbers in the scriptures. And when you look at the number four in the scriptures, the number four is the number that marks creation. And the first three days of creation, empty spaces were created. And on the fourth day, God started to fill those empty spaces. So the number four in itself says that there is an emptiness that God is going to fill and do something new. And then if we take it to the end of the passage, it says that Jesus says uh, in what verse 40, Jesus looked at her and said, didn't I tell you, if you believe in me, you will see God unveil his power. And so in verse 41, they rolled away the heavy stone. Jesus gazed into heaven and said, father, thank you that you've heard my prayer for you listened to every word now so that those who stand with me will believe that you have sent me. I will use the power. Thank you that you've given me the power. I will use the power that you've given me. And with a loud voice, Jesus shouted with authority, Lazarus, come out from the tomb. And he does. So wrapping that up, right? They had a but Lord. We don't know how to, we don't know how to proceed, but Lord, right? Jesus says, you do not have to wait, right? I am going to use my power and I am going to create in an empty space right now. And it's going to be on display and something miraculous happened when the power was on display and the stone was rolled away, a stone that they could not move on their own. 
I am telling you, I think every single verse in this passage speaks to me, but that is what I got out of the examine part. Uh, just a whole lot of life giving truth from me. And we're not even at the application yet, Deb. Right. <laughs> and do you have anything else that you have from the examine before we run off? I don't want to, is there anything else burning in your heart? Are you ready to move on to application? I'm right with Laura with 41. Okay. With, with, okay. Um, verse 40. I'm sorry. Jesus responded and I'm reading the new living uh, NLT version, new living translation. Didn't I tell you, see, somebody did this for me a couple of years ago. And she was clapping her hands like you do with a child, right? Didn't I tell you that if you just believe, you will see God's glory if you believe. All mm. you have to do is believe and you will see the glory of God. Why do I have to keep repeating myself? You're talking to your child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't run in the street. You can get hit by a car. Yep. Didn't I tell you if you do all your chores, I'm going to give you an allowance. What makes you think you can get this allowance and you haven't done all your chores? If you believe what I tell you, everything will work out. But while you're in doubt, it can't happen. Didn't I tell you? Mm. To just believe. Mm. That thing just hits me all the time. And when we get into application, I'll tell you why. <laughs> all right i, I was laughing because all three of us are sitting on our application going, all right let's bring it on and why is that exciting because that is the rhema word that is the word the holy spirit is driving home uniquely mm -hmm. for each of us so if you want to remember back i'm highlighting two sisters two personalities two ways that jesus is dealing with them both when it was a hospitality issue um as well as in a place of grief He's so yeah. unique. And so for me, the application, which you, you remember, we say, write in your journal, I need to remember, right? Mm -hmm. I need to remember to be sensitive, like Jesus was, to the specific personality styles of the individual that I am presently communicating with, right? So I need to be sensitive to which personality style of the person that is literally in front of me. So that is my application. Um, and then I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. What, what's your application? Um, maybe Laura, it's probably your turn. Why don't you go ahead and share? Okay. Big smile on my face. I will share. I will share. Yay. <laughs> Did you see my hand up? Come on. I was, I was hoping you'd pick me first. All right. So my application is, listen, I want you to remember, Laura, that you do not have to wait to see my power as I command life beyond your wild imagination. No more but Lord. It is now but God. I'm going to stop there. Angie? Because, because, because your dialogue <laughs> goes right into that, right? And you're like, I, all right, I'm just trying to hold together. Go ahead, does. Angie. Go ahead, Angie. I need to remember. You're the, I need to remember. Angie, you must remember what you have been praying for is right in front of you mm. it is mm. only by your faith to believe it and then the fog like the tombstone will be lifted or rolled away and i will call that thing you really desire to come forth 
and then you will realize it. Mm. All right, Angie, you always say you're going to do a little jig. I'm, I'm ready to do that jig with you right now on that word. <laughs> that is good stuff. And I can I can see that in your life. I love that and so much. I love it. Rolling out that fog. Okay, we have it in there. Yep. Yep. Go ahead. Why don't you change? Why don't you just flow with your fog? And go ahead and, <laughs> and share your dialogue. What did God say? This is where we're asking the Holy Spirit. Father, what do you want to speak to me personally about the scripture? Can you just read from your mm-hmm. journal and what the Lord gave you? He wants me, I said to him, Lord, I believe every single one of your promises made to me. Lord, I know that only you, God, can make what appear to be dead situations come to life. I thank you, Father, for lifting the veil of fog and calling my gifts out for your purpose and to your glory. Mm. Amen. Amen. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. Amen. I love it. (laughs) That's what he, this, this whole thing speaks to me. So personal. It's so, it's, it's so where you're at, your <laughs> gifts, and he is drawing that out of you. And so I'm, for me, I'm picturing two personality types, two different kinds of people that might, God might bring in front of me. Right. And God's, this is what he spoke in the dialogue for me. He said, um, Debbie, you know what? Jesus knows each person intimately. He knows how they best communicate. He knows how they handle frustration, how they prioritize their time, what they value the most, and he knows how they grieve. He treated Mary and Martha according to their individual personalities. And as a result, each of them felt valued and loved. One size does not fit everyone when it comes to teaching or comforting, or correcting, or encouraging. He said, I will never send you two identical people to love Mm -hmm. and minister to. It's so important that you listen to me, Debbie, that you listen to my instruction and the prompting of my spirit. I know everything about the people you spend time with. I will increase the fruitfulness of your ministry to others as you listen to me in that moment. So that's, I mean, that, that really speaks volumes to me. Cause you're right. I have not met two people exactly the same yep, yep. And, and one size does not fit all. Yep. So amazing. Laura, Laura, you've been waiting all day to, to share this dialogue. I know you well, have. I have to tell you, I feel like my dialogue with Jesus on this particular passage started like a month ago without even having read this yet. Right. Because this has been an answer to a prayer that I've had for quite a while now. And, um, like just to to put it out there, I have a Bible study in Franklin and it's at a place where we need to make some changes because God is just increasing in a lot of different ways. And I'm grateful for that. And I have literally been saying over and over again in my quiet time in the same journal, God, but, but Lord, what about this? But, but Lord, what about this? Like, what am I supposed to do about this? What if I try this and then that doesn't work? You know, this kind of thing. It was kind of like, but Lord, it was Mary, it was Martha. And I felt like when I got this rhema word from the Lord in this passage, um, he just wrote, he just like spoke like, Laura, I am creating, right? Creating, filling empty spaces. And listen to this. Don't try to roll the stone back to a place where my power is no longer on display. Don't take it into your hands to figure out how this is supposed to roll because my power is not going to be on display through that. 
But if when he's the one who rolls the stone away, right, his power is the one on display. He says, I'm filling spaces. Wow. You don't have to wait. Don't you believe what I said? And so, honestly, when I heard that, Deb, and I think I quickly shared with you earlier today, like, when you hear from the Lord, there's a few things in my life that have been moments where I've been like, God, I need a word now, right? And I feel like this is one of them. When I heard this word, it was like, you just know your anchor is down, right? You've set your foot on the sand. The line is drawn. We're not crossing it. This is exactly what God has for this moment. And so that's really what spoke to me. That was the dialogue. I had been speaking for a long time, and God just kind of was like, here's the word. Here we go. So, man, and it turns the ship around very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Very, very quickly. Yeah. Wow. So, we've shared the R for reads, the E for examine, the A for application, D, our dialogue. And the final one is seeing in the spirit, where we ask the Lord, Father, what do you want me to see in this passage? So, when I ask them that question, and we're not trying to interpret what we see, we just, we just invite them. It might be something in in the passage we said that you put yourself in the passage and you see it or something God might show you. So as in my journal, I asked Lord, what do you want to show me? What do you want me to see? All of a sudden in my imagination, I saw this huge field of wildflowers. And as I looked at them, everyone was different. Every flower was different. Some of them were little buds. Some of them were in full bloom. Some were in, in between. Some of them were broken on the stems. Some of them were bent over. And then standing in the middle was one gardener, one master gardener. So what you can do when you're doing the reads is you can follow it up with a question. God, what are you showing me? What do you you want me to know about that? And again, he just was confirming it's one master gardener who knows the needs of every flower. And there wasn't any flower in that field Mm-hmm. that looked like another flower and they were on all different conditions. That's awesome. So that's what was my see in the spirit. And can you share what your scene in the spirit was? I'm not sure. I know what I saw, but I'm not sure if I should be sharing that. In this okay. Form. Okay. I'm not certain. I have it written down to talk to you two about it but i'm not certain then that is wisdom right there you, yeah you know what? that's like that's the lord giving you a rhema word like <laughs> this is not the time yeah. so obeying that is the way to go too so good good word and I'm there's glad a, you did that there's some wisdom in that because this is uh this is a podcast right people are listening and not everything that he reveals is for everyone to hear sometimes mm-hmm. it's very personal and you want to process it with somebody so we're just gonna we're gonna be right on to laura because laura i think <laughs> is going to share. <laughs> <laughs> I will share. So no, mine was super simple, just based on even what I just shared about what I've been really asking God for. Um, in, in Bible study, every every time there's a prayer request, I ask the, the ladies in the Bible study, will you please pray that we steward this gift that God has given us well? Mm-hmm. And so um, that has been my prayer. And these ladies, they are amazing. And we are praying together. And I love it. And so what what I saw when I just asked the Lord for a picture was was rows of, of ladies just unified like they are now, just following Jesus, loving God, and, and learning and encouraging each other in the Word. I literally just saw rows of... Um, folding wooden folding chairs with women in them which is not what our room looks like but i think it was more a picture of um this is what's to come so i'm very grateful for uh that that picture that god gave me it's it's a picture of unity it's 
all kinds of good stuff. So that's really where I was. Well, I love it. I'll bet if we were to open up this recording moment for listeners who have already done the homework and done a reads on this, that each person is, like I said, is individual and you're going to hear a specific word from the father towards your situation from the same passage. That's what's just so beautiful about this. And if the three of us were to study this 10 years from now, I'll Mm -hmm. bet he gives us something fresh then. Mm-hmm. Right. Because the, as we said, the word is alive and you can never exhaust what he wants to plant in your spirit as you study it. Um, so next week, you know, here's our assignment, right? For next week, because we are doing this as a community, the beyond the building community. Uh, Laura, you and I are going to jump into Mark 5, 24 to 34. That's Mark 5, 24 to 34. This is where Jesus heals the woman with the issue of blood. So I, I'm excited. I'm excited to Me hear too. what God brings up from that. Angie, we just want to thank you. We always yes. love having some Angeline Patrick here. And so yes. thank you so much, sister, for being here and sharing your heart, your time. Thank in the you Lord. for having me. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's such a good time to be with you ladies. Oh, oh, we we, do, love, we you. Do love you. We love you. And I love you guys. I do. <laughs> So from from Ange and Laura and myself, we just want to thank you for being on this week's uh, episode uh, Beyond the Building as we are applying that Reads Bible study tool into the word of God. Uh, We hope you are growing. I I don't know if you can tell, but we get fired up when we are sharing about these uh, rhema words that God's given us. We look forward to being with you again in a week. So hit the books, friends. Mark 5, 24 to 34. Let's do this together as a community. We thank you so much for being with us today. God bless you. God bless you. Thanks. God bless you. Thank you. We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you were created for more.